Hello and welcome to another episode of The Best of Fives, the show that can happen anytime, with anyone, and be about anything. This time around, we are talking about the best five games on the Nintendo 64. My name is Lou, and with me today, joining me once again, uh, since the last time we talked about NES games, are my fellow NeoZaz hosts, Chris. Hello there. And Derek. Hello, everybody. So, you guys recently recorded another episode about uh, Super Nintendo games, right? We did. So, we're covering all the game systems. I'm kind of tapped out after this episode because I never really owned many game systems. But why did yeah, you I skip SNES? I never, why didn't you? I never played it, really. Um, a few okay. friends had it. Most of my friends, if they had anything, they had NES and Sega. Like, I don't really, I don't think I knew anyone or hung out with anyone that had Super Nintendo. And uh, you guys remember, like, West Coast Video? Yeah, yeah. So you could rent game systems, and my dad would occasionally rent one for the week uh, or, like, the weekend and a couple games so I could just play a new system because, like, I couldn't couldn't buy it. Like, we couldn't afford it. So you could rent it for, like, $25 or whatever. And, uh, and so occasionally I played Super Nintendo, and I remember playing, like, I don't remember ever playing, like, any of the Star Wars games. Like, I know that was one of the big ones. Um, I remember playing, like, there was a Stargate game that I remember playing. It's the only one I really have a memory of playing. Um, but, yeah, I never, I just never played it. That's why I wasn't on the episode. Okay. It was N64. better without you anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, N64 rough, was my, that was my shit. So that I was your jam, yeah. all yeah. into this episode. Probably oh, more well, so I... than Nintendo. There's no Mappy Land 64 on my list. Uh, to Lou's point, I think it's going to be tough going forward from this. I mean, we could definitely do a Sega one, but I, re- I owned the next Nintendo system was the GameCube, and I owned that for maybe a month before trading that in. I couldn't stand that system, and I think we might be hard-pressed to find people that are willing to name five games that they really liked on that system. True. So we might have to skip it and go to Wii. Ooh. <laughs> This isn't like a a water sports podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This this list, though, for me was rough because I'm sure I'm sure you're going to mention Lou. Like the two games we're not going to mention, but yeah, I almost had to put them on my list because I'm like I can't find five. (laughs) Interesting. See, because I had I had a a very easy time uh, listing those. I guess so. We'll just come out right out and say right off the top that. Uh, we kind of decided initially we decided let's do a top five N64 games minus Goldeneye because Goldeneye 007 is kind of universally regarded as not just one of the best N64 games of all time, but one of the best games of all time. Like you, you could you could talk to anybody from ages of like probably even 18 to like 45 and they were like this game is like one of the best shooters they'd ever made so for the sake of the list you know i don't know for a fact whether or not you guys would have put it at number one but mine it would have been number one or two on my list for sure guaranteed for me too no question for the sake of we were i still want to talk about that game i don't know if you want to talk about it before or after but you know just for the sake of the list's I wanted to include other games on the list that weren't those. The other game was um just Mario 64. And um, the reason I wanted to exclude it is because, you know, yeah, we could talk at length about it if we want. But I also think it's one of the best games that ever, they ever made for that system. Um, and it was kind of a staple. Like if you got it, if, I think it did it come with the system. 
Yeah, I believe that was the game that I mean, came in the in the bundle. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where, like, everybody played it. Everyone had it, so everyone played it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. But uh, a few points I just want to make about the N64, for anyone that didn't know. Uh, it was released in September of 1996 in the U.S. Um, and at the time, the only two games that they had were, in the U.S. at least, were Super Mario 64 and Pilot Wings 64. Did you guys ever play Pilot Wings? No. Nope. Oh yeah. Did you ever? You never played that, Chris? No. No. Oh, it's I, it's no, a yeah. cheesy flight simulator game. Yeah, it was a clunker. I remember. I don't know if I had gotten it with. I don't think I never owned it, so it didn't come with the system that I bought. But I remember renting it once, and I was just so confused and just like it was a weird. I, I guess I'd never played a flight simulator, so it wasn't really up my up my alley anyway. But um. Yeah, it wasn't very good. I think it was one of those how to get used to controller kind of games. Yeah, and the graphics, like, you know, this is what the, this, basically, this is what the system can do, kind of a, kind of a thing. Um, also, I didn't know this, but the N64 was the last console game that had cartridges. After this, GameCube and basically every other system that came out didn't use cartridges anymore. They used, like, DVDs or CDs. I didn't right. even think of that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, uh, Derek, you had the GameCube. I, I never played GameCube ever, I don't think. What was the big game? Was Halo on GameCube? What was the? Oh, I honestly couldn't even tell you. I mean, that it, it, it was such. It, it was just. I didn't like the controller. I didn't like the miniature discs. Um, I, it, it didn't last very long. Uh, I can, I'm trying to remember what the game was that I got it for. Like, I'm pretty sure I got it because there was a specific game, but I, I couldn't even tell you. I'll have to think. I I know I got it for them. Star Wars Rogue Squadron Two. That's that's. I wanted to get get the, the system for that game. Tell you that. Yeah, that was that was one of the few games that I had. Yeah, me too. So yeah, um, all that considered, do you guys want to get into our lists? Let's get in a deep, Lou. All right, who wants to start first? <laughs> who wants Why to don't get you in go deep first, first, Chris? Oh, okay. Um, like I said earlier, um, you know, this is a top five list, best of fives, and. Minus uh, GoldenEye and Mario 64, I was like, ugh, I got to put this on my list, I guess. <laughs> because, <laughs> seriously, because if these were two weren't allowed on the list, I'm like, there's not much I, I played besides, you know, what's on my list now. Mm-hmm. But, but, number five came out November 22nd, 1999. And for me, what's, if, if you can't play Mario, anything Mario, you can't, you can't, pop it in or you don't have it or you can't add it on your list the next best thing is the giant ape donkey kong (laughs) (laughs) i played donkey kong 64 a lot because it was like mario minus mario you were just a giant ape getting banana peels and your and your whatever your relatives would be hopping along with you and it just reminded me of mario but nowhere near as good as mario 64 and that's why I had to put it on my list because I can't put on Bond and Mario. <laughs> but that's really low. Number five is really low on the list. It's just one of those games you used to just walk around and, you know, coins, bananas, and just, you know, and there's like miniature games. There's actually multiplayer levels that, that you could do. And it was it was fun. It killed time because I already saw Mario. <laughs> I never played it on 64. Actually, that's what I played on the, N- uh, the Super Nintendo was, was Donkey Kong Country. Uh, that I remember, but I don't think I ever played it on 64. Well, it was it was like it was just like Super Mario and the game, which I don't know if it was on your guys' list, which I never liked that Banjo Kazooie thing. 
Nah, I missed I that. I missed that boat. Okay, good, because I, I I don't care about that one either. But yeah, it was it was the same kind of thing, and it was just fun. I just you know, there's all these coins and characters, seventy five characters you could get and stuff, and a hundred bananas in, in a world. It, it's just it's just like Mario minus the Mario. <laughs> Number five. Cool. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Um, my number five came out in March of 1997, uh, so it was an early it was an early release for the N64. And to my knowledge, with the exception of of Goldeneye, uh, one of the goriest games on the N64, and that was Turok Dinosaur Hunter. I know. I, I, everyone loved that game. I never got involved in that. I just bumped that off of my list down to honorable mentions. Okay, I'm oh. curious to see what replaced I... it. I really like that game. Yeah, I just I, I watched a couple of videos yesterday. Just cause I wanted a refresher because I haven't played this in a long time. But um, Chris, do you understand like the concept of the game? It's a weird concept, but it, do you know what it is? I'm. Are you just going around killing dinosaurs? As, sort of. The, the I I didn't know this, but it came from a like a '50s comic um, with uh, the same concept. Where basically you are. You are you play like a Native American guy who, whose name is not Turok. Turok is like uh, sort of like uh, I'm trying to think. It's sort of like a, like the Grim Reaper. It's like a mantle that you like assume at some point, or um, or like a like the time like a Time Lord kind of like like, a, like Doctor Who or whatever. Um, where like you just become this Turok, where you can time travel, where you can like slip between worlds, and. You play this guy who go who becomes Turok and goes to the Lost Lands, I think it was called, or the Lost World, and it's it's a it's a world where time doesn't really exist. So there's dinosaurs with like laser cannons and 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 that's essentially the the concept of the game. But yeah, you essentially go around and you kill soldiers with machine guns and laser rifles and dinosaurs with lasers on their head. That's the game. I remember the dinosaurs with lasers on their head. I remember seeing that like on the box or like a yeah, still shot yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I watched some gameplay and like the sound was really good in the game. The graphics were pretty good. I mean, like, you, you say the graphics were good for this like, you know, this time period. But um, yeah, it was a great shooter. The controls were a little weird. Like, Goldeneye definitely like nailed it with like the control of how to like use the weapons and stuff like that. Like, right. but but for other than that, the game was pretty great. So yeah, that's uh that's my number five. Better than that other one that you, you know, played constantly and you love. I don't even know the name of that one now. Derek about? does. <laughs> Mappy Land? Derek, yes. Derek always brings <laughs> that up. Whenever I talk to Derek, he always mentions that game. Well, I always go to these cons and these, um, you know, swap meet things, and they always have old Nintendo games. So I'm always looking for Lou. See if I can find it for him. That's awesome. I, I guarantee... I know I can't guarantee. I was going to say it's at my parents' house, but I think we got rid of all that stuff at a yard sale a long time ago. We the, the the NES that we have is uh is my girlfriend's so it's not something that I own. Yeah. She she's not cool enough to have Mappy Land. Or too cool. <laughs> um okay, so my number five was going to be Torak, but um I was debating between this and another game, and to be honest, I played Torak more on my computer than I did on the N sixty four. Okay, like the and, PC uh, the PC release you mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, I I used to play it a lot, and the graphics, you know, for the time were pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, I used to play that game for hours, but I was more on the PC than I was playing it in the system. So I kind of knocked it down to honorable mention land, and I replaced it with a game that came out in two thousand and one that 
is really I'm, I would be surprised if it wasn't one of Chris's favorites because it's one of the raunchiest games that ever came out for the N64, <laughs> and that would be Conker's Bad Fur Day. I don't even know what that is. Eric, I'm with Lou. I've never heard of that game in my life. So basically, the plot line of the game is you play this squirrel named Conker who is drunk and fighting a hangover. And, That's amazing. <laughs> this existed? And it's essentially... A, Lou, that's not even the half of this game. Um, there is. Do you remember in Space Jam the female version of Bugs? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, that, there's a very Lola. similar Lola, uh, slutty yeah. version of that character in this game. What the um, fuck? I'm looking at photos of the squirrel. So, so the there's a level in this game where you have to fight in a sewer and you have to fight a giant poop monster. who sings a song at you in which in the song he literally says i'm going to throw my shit at you no this was not a nintendo game this feels like a like you're fucking with me i i am not fucking with you this is a legit game it came out from i found the poop uh, monster yeah there's a great mighty poo it came out on ubisoft back in 91 or i'm sorry in 2001 and uh it's pretty freaking insane like i didn't get this game until late and somebody had told me about it and i stumbled across it and i picked it up and just started playing it and it's i mean it's raunchy and inappropriate and really really stupid but really funny at the same time wow never heard of it i'd never heard of it either i don't know which one's worse now uh lose mapping lane is that what they call (laughs) derek's now it's like they're both like what the hell shit in it that's funny. <laughs> it seems surprising yeah, for Nintendo because they always, you know, there was some exceptions with some like some blood and gore or whatever, but um, I feel like they always sh- strive to keep their games more family friendly than anything else. Yeah, right. that's, I that's why they, I think they started feeling some of the pressure from the the Sony systems and stuff like that. Like the um, like the original Mortal Kombat didn't have blood, and when they came out with the second one because it was so popular on the other systems. They had to put blood in it, otherwise it wasn't going to sell. So Good I think point. I think this is one of those that they were starting to feel pressure. I'd figured, ah, what the hell? You know, the system's been out for how many years now? You know, we right. could probably slip this one in with nobody noticing. Except Derek. Yeah, I had it. It was fun. <laughs> That's funny. It was my turn. Yep. It is. Okay, now this is no no shocker. There was not that many movie games for Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Not as many as it was for SNES and and whatnot. But, yes, I did put this on my list. It came out it came out um, December 15th, 2000. So that's probably like a great Christmas gift I got that, um, that, that year. And it was just like the other games I used to love for the Super Nintendo. But now it was almost, it was like a Zelda kind of game. But it wasn't Zelda... It was Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this game. I never played it either, yeah. but I remember it coming out. And I watched a few the the um, graphics. I guess today's time they're god awful, but sure. back then it was really it was just fun. We just we walked around. and had to find pieces for your for your Infernal Machine. You, you mostly had a whip and a gun. Those were your weapons. You could sometimes drive in a tank or a jeep and just walk around, just walk around and like find stuff. It was Zelda, just it was Indiana Jones, and the box, you know, the box alone is why I I got it. <laughs> it was that awesome, <laughs> that awesome like painting or Drew Struzan kind of style, 
it was you know it was just it was any ad jones or star wars i i must you know i always had to go get it and and play it but i never i know derek was i i can't i can't play games i could never play games on the pc or computers i don't know i always had a hard time arrow a l space i i couldn't do it (laughs) seriously so i always wanted to have a joystick in my hand and play it that way so it was really fun though it was it was it was such a an awesome it says here which it takes place between indiana jones and the iron phoenix which what the hell is that I don't know. I don't even. I don't know if it's a book, maybe or something. It says the events and Crystal Skull. But okay. Back then, how the hell did I? I guess it is before Crystal Skull because you know he's a lot older. <laughs> but um, it was a fun game. You walked around. It was sometimes like glitches. There was it was like a third person action adventure view. The camera was like behind you. It, it was like not going not, not Bond's arm walking around. You saw Indy's whole body. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Which yeah, which which was fun, you know, but. Number four, a movie game, shocking, Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Iron Phoenix was a uh, limited series comic book. That okay. came out from Dark Horse. Gotcha. Uh, okay. okay. So it came out in 95. I never read that. <laughs> I, surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a movie. I, I don't see it. All right. So my number four is probably higher on your lists uh, and higher on most people's lists. And I didn't try to slight it by putting it at number four, but it's just where it fit for me. Um, and that would be The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Um, again, probably a game that most people consider to be one of the best um, that ever came out on the system. And it was an amazing game. And I don't want to talk about it too much if it's going to be higher on your guys' lists. Um, <coughs> talk about it all you want, Lou. <laughs> what you say? Talk about it all I want? Talk about it all you want. Um, I didn't play this game early on. Uh, this came much later. Like, I remember watching some... I don't remember which friend, but somebody else had it. And they played it. You know, probably one of my friends growing up that I hung out with a lot. And I watched them play it, and I loved it then. But I didn't own it until probably well into adulthood. Like, after I'd moved out of my parents' house, and I brought my N64 with me, and didn't play it till I was in my 20s. So... I missed out on having this being really stamped into my life. Like, I didn't play any of... We talked about this before. I never played Zelda on NES. Never had it Super Nintendo, so I didn't play it there. Um, This was my first introduction to Zelda. So, it was amazing, and and it's still amazing. And I actually played through it about a year and a half ago um, again. But, uh, yeah, I missed this early on. But number four, solidly ocarina of time and like i said we'll probably talk about it again with one of you guys <laughs> chris do you need a minute to go get some water you sound like you I have something it. in your throat i guess i'm right here i'm good i'm good <laughs> so derek what, okay what do you so got my number four? four my number four is i'm sure is also very high in both of your lists but probably not at, on there at all and Chris will be happy to know that I think this is the only sports-related game on my list this time. Thank Christ. Um, <laughs> this game, <laughs> this game came out from THQ back in 2000. And uh, when I was in high school and then in college, I had a lot of buddies that we were all really into wrestling. Uh, so this game is WWF No Mercy. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't play with No Mercy. I played Warzone. Yeah, I had that on there too. That's an honorable mention. That was 
the N- N64 definitely had a lot of really fun wrestling games, and they made um, they made a, a lot of good use of the surrounding area, not just the fighting in the ring. Yeah. So they had a lot of backstory stuff, so you could start with brawls with you know different wrestlers, you could start different storylines, and um, it's one of the non-Lego games that I still get for my uh, PS for my PlayStation Three every year is the new wrestling game. Um, this one in particular was mostly Stone Cold and The Rock, and it, it was really fun. And it was a, a great one to be able to play with a bunch of different people. And you know, you have little tournaments to see who could win, beat who could beat up whom. Yeah, I was never huge into wrestling uh, ever, really. A little bit when I was younger, but um, yeah, like I said, I played Warzone, not No Mercy, but uh, they were always fun. They were always fun games. Nope, never played any of them. <laughs> no nope, stupid play- list. Move on. I'm gonna play. Yeah, you're the, you're the stupid. I'm not gonna play a game with some grown men in their tight spandex touching one another, Derek. What about Superman? He's yeah, just cool. Yeah, you, <laughs> what about you Superman? Got, he he had a. Oh, I guess some people had capes too in wrestling. Yep. Huh? Keep <laughs> digging that hole, dude. Keep digging that. He hole. was never shirtless. How about that? What Superman was never shirtless? Well, yeah, he never he had on his, his ass and his yeah he was never he was never almost naked. <laughs> well, except for in that fan fiction you used to write. I, I don't. I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I. I negative. That does not exist. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, my turn. Yes, yes sir. sir. Uh, it was already said by Lou ten minutes ago. <laughs> the legend, Legend of Zelda. I mean, I think I'm telling you. I think besides the original, yes. Besides the original, this was probably one of my favorite Zelda games ever. Uh, you. You just walked around. It had the map on the screen. It had those three little things you could pick your arrow or your or whatever else you could choose from. Yeah, like the boomerang, could, the arrow, yes. whatever. Yeah. And you could lock on. You could lock on to to bad guys holding Z, so you could like move around any way you want, and you were still locked on to the bad guy to throw shit at it. And this game I played just forever, and I I keep on telling the kids are playing. The kids are playing that new Wii U. I guess not new the. Zelda game, not the newest one, but the older one, I guess it is. I don't know what it's called. I keep telling them this is the game that they should play from the start because this game is, was just amazing. You cut down trees and the heart. It was just so. It was so fantastic. Besides hey, the original, listen. That she annoyed me. That was the worst part of that game. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, Navi. Yeah, right? Navi? they would always appear, I guess, and yeah, okay. But it was just. It looked so. The graphics, I mean, it looks so amazing, you know, wouldn't just walk around and find shit. And I, I, I love this, the, the Zelda kind of games. But I didn't, I don't know if it's on, on your guys' list, I didn't like the Majora's Mask one as much as the, as the time one. So I never played that's Majora's just, Mask. I yeah. missed that one, too. I think by the time that had come out, I had kind of moved on to computer games. I kind of moved away slightly from N64, with the exception of, like, occasionally beating Mario and playing GoldenEye and that kind of stuff, but I didn't really buy right. any new games after a certain period of time. I don't know how you guys could play those uh, those games like on the computer, man. You had to hold all those keys and ASL means run, jump. I I couldn't <laughs> do that. It's not as bad as you think. If you started doing it, you'd have it you'd have it down in like Yeah, but I always have to look down at the keyboard like what's jump? Oh, I died. You know what I mean? Like that's that's <laughs> Sort of like how you build up that muscle memory from playing on a controller. It's the same idea. Your hands are just spread out a little further. Um, True. Yeah, it's and like the way you know, I always 
reconfigured keys too that made more sense to me like a lot of games they come with their default and you and you know a lot of console games you can do the same thing you switch things around like the, you know instead of a meaning jump or whatever it could be z or whatever you want to do to reconfigure and i always did that on the computer too right, right. it was it was usually fairly customizable to whatever you were comfortable with i was i was comfortable playing my nintendo <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess that's my number three, right? Number yes, three. Uh, came out in March of 1997, and with it, I believe, came the Rumble Pack, which is a whole other thing we can talk about. Uh, and that would be Star Fox 64. Okay. Did you ever? Did you like Star Fox? Did you? Play you know, Star- from the last the last episode we did, um, I was never a fan of Star Fox games. Never. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I did not put this on my top five, but it is one of my favorite games. Um, I remember getting it, and I remember getting that Rumble Pack, and it was just, it was a lot of fun. Did, but it's your pick, so I'll let you talk about it. No, please, <laughs> I welcome it. Did that just make your controller shake? Yes. Yeah, but it made it shake a lot. It. Like, when you, like, blew up a boss, and there was, like, a big, like, nuclear explosion, that pack yeah. shook for, like, five seconds straight, like... Oh, um, yeah. And it wasn't, like... It wasn't a huge addition, but it just it made it a little bit more immersive, and I think that was why people liked it so much. It just you know, if you're if you're getting hit a lot by like enemy fire, that that pack is just rumbling in your hand, and it kind of makes it a little bit more intense. Yeah, um, true. And you know, the whole concept of the game is you're flying with you know your three wingmen, and you're just fighting against this evil boss, but you're going through all these different worlds and blowing up literally thousands of enemy ships, and I just. We'll talk about it again, you know, as the lists go on, but I always loved, like, piloting games. Not pilot wings, where you're a flight simulator, but games where you're playing, like, a fighter pilot, essentially. So, uh, yeah, this game was great. And, you know, like, the dual barrel roll has, like, you know, entered into, like, you know, it has, like, cultural significance at this point, too. And I don't know if that was in other games uh, for Star for the Star Fox series, but... It definitely hit home with a lot of people in this game. It was, I believe it was in the later ones. It definitely wasn't in the first. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they definitely went above and beyond compared to that first one that was on SNES, which I really enjoyed that one too. But, you know, the graphical jump between that one and the one on the N64 is, is leaps and bounds. It's just really, really well done. Yeah, so I I played this game over and over and... You know, you could you could accomplish certain goals in each mission and they would award like bronze, silver, gold stars. And, you know, so obviously with, you know, with any game, you you beat it maybe on easy or medium the first run. And then you go back and you try to find all those little hidden gems and those extra right. bosses. And, and I played the hell out of this game and uh, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's it. And my number three is Star Fox 64. I think wasn't Star Fox like besides Mar- Mario and you know Donkey Kong like Zelda like that was one of their big characters like probably in their top five uh, Nintendo characters I would think I, I think so I think that he is one you know like you said like Mario and Donkey Kong and and uh, and Link one of those characters that they have taken through most of their systems and they he shows up a lot yeah right yeah and I I mean I'm sure we'll talk about it. I don't know if it's on your guys lists or not. But there was a major game that I didn't play, uh, and that's uh, uh, Super Smash Brothers, Mario Party, <laughs> and all neither. those games. Yeah, me neither, yeah. And I know that, 
Star Fox was always a, a, a and, and Link and all those were always in those games too, but I missed it. So yeah, I don't know. That's it. Number three, Star Fox sixty four. Dumb choice. Okay, who's next, Derek? You're next. <laughs> well, um, I feel like I should just let Lou keep going because uh, oh shit, he just mentioned my number three. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. Um, which did include Star Fox and did include uh, Link and Mario and Kirby and Metroid. And that would be Super Smash Brothers, the first to start the series. And I remember from the last time you gave me a lot of hell for picking the, the first game because it's not the best game, but it was the only one on this system, Chris. So I really enjoyed Super Smash Brothers. It was another one of those games that you could play with a bunch of people and just have, you know, regular tournaments to see see which characters could beat up the others the best. Uh, There's tons of like little hidden mini game kind of stuff and it's a lot of fun. I mean, it was, you know, I loved playing Street Fighter in the arcade or, or uh, uh, Mortal Kombat in the arcade. And you never thought you were going to see, you know, Mario versus Luigi and any of these kind of things. And right. granted, these aren't nearly as violent as those games. They're more supposed to just be fun. But it, it's kind of entertaining to watch Kirby, you know, eat Link and then spit him out across the room, you know. So that I was- pick, I pick that as my number three game. That was another character that I never got involved with, Kirby. No? Yeah, me neither. I never, I never yeah. did Kirby either. I think it was more for a younger audience. Yeah, you know, I think it was more like an easy, you know, I'm going to probably get hell for this, but I think he was more of an easier version of like Super Mario. Yeah, and I know there's Mario, there's um Smash Brothers, man. They're like, what, the number eight or nine now? They're, they're, they keep on making yeah. them. There's actually tournaments like... People travel to you know like conventions for these tournaments and shit. You know the, the last the last big show that we were at, they had Smash Brother competitions. Yeah. So they they had um whatever whatever I think it's like the Wii U now has it and then yeah they had like all day competitions for a bunch of games, but one of them definitely was Smash Brothers. I can see that being on the list. That that that's a good choice. I, I like that. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> You're quite welcome. You can get my um, approval. Is it me? Yep. It is. And we're number two now, right? Yes. Now, I'm, sh- I'm shocked, though, that this hasn't been mentioned on anyone's list. And if it's not mentioned on, on, on the two of your list, this might be the last episode I'm ever on with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't like when people disagree with you. No, nah, I, I just like, I like just saying shit. <laughs> he just doesn't like when people are wrong, Lou. I, I think, I, I will say this. I think Derek and I's number one will be the same, but that's all I'm going to say. This one, though, started it all for me. It had an expansion pack, which I should have looked into it, because I forget, I don't even know what the hell that shit even did. I don't know if you get more levels or more characters. I don't know. But, yes, it is a movie game. <laughs> and this is like pre-pre-pre-pre-Battlefront, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Rogue Squadron. I mean... It's on my list. Oh, it's on my honorable mentions. I hate you, Derek, but I love Lou. <laughs> <laughs> it it was I mean number one, it's Star Wars, alright? Number two, you just fly around in like ships, X Wings and whatnot, and shoot Star Wars ships down. And it's just like it was it was the shit for back in the day. I mean you could you could lock on and fire your missiles at it and fly around all the Star Wars planets and shit and see shit and all. The graphics, of course, today. Are not as good as the you know as today's graphics are, but They're back then still pretty good. Like yeah, yeah. even it's, even by I mean today's standards, it's it's totally different. Like that game came out like 
Uh, I don't know, close to 20 years ago. It's like 98, you yeah. said? Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's an old game. Yeah. And they still look pretty good. They actually do. Like, I'm watching... This is this is good. I'm actually, right now, watching a gameplay on, on YouTube while I'm talking to you about it. <laughs> I watched because, the few yesterday, and they are... All those levels were great. Like, the, the missions were... It really ran the gamut of, like, you got to protect a caravan. You've got to go destroy uh, a shipyard. You have to go protect the ship. You know, all that kind of stuff. And you, they even threw in, you know, depending on how far in the game you progressed, you could do... The trench run on the Death Star, you could do the Battle of Hoth. Yeah. And and I'll talk about it again, you know, on my list, but Well, I'm I'm looking. I'll I'll send a picture of it right now to you guys. I'm looking right over in my area down here. <laughs> I probably <laughs> I probably maybe saw this as some kind of, you know but were were GameStops back then around ninety eight? Yeah. Okay. I probably saw this as a as a display somewhere, and on the way out the door, I could have maybe accidentally grabbed it and walked out the door with it. <laughs> Wait, what did but you I steal? Will, I'll I'll send you a picture. I, I right. will. You Lou, you continue now. I will Lou, send you. You this. didn't you didn't hear last the last oh, episode no. yet, but this will be the second episode in a row of best of fives where Chris admits <laughs> to a criminal act surrounding Star Wars video games. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. I will send you. I'm taking a picture right now for you guys. <laughs> uh, number two, it's it's Star Wars Rogue Squadron. I mean, and yes, uh, part two came out for the GameCube. I I got that, and I think after that game, I guess came the um, Battlefronts. So if it's if it's Star Wars, you know, it's for me. There you go. Yeah, you. we'll talk about it. Uh, you know, we'll talk about it soon. But uh, that game is, was fantastic. All right. um, I just took a photo. I'm hitting send. Okay, I'll wait for it. <laughs> and there you go. It was just a a, a, a display box <laughs> that they had. That oh, the oversized video game box. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know, who's gonna want that? Is who's that gonna just miss that? Tucked in the corner. What is that behind? What is that um, next to him? Indiana Jones standee. <laughs> and I have uh, a, a vintage. You probably can see the vintage Ewok. To the right on the couch there. Is that a Wampa on the like in the box? Yes, yeah. yes, it is. Yeah, it's a, one of the Wampa figures. Yeah. <laughs> you have stolen a lot of shit from movie theaters and video game stores, haven't you? More, yes, mostly movie basements and. Well, there's. I mean, I, like I told Derek, we saw Ghostbusters this this weekend, and there's a gigantic Ghostbusters standee like in, in lobbies. I told Derek, I said, you know, back in my prime, I would have definitely try to take that whole standee. <laughs> I wish like, you would. It looked good in my house. It's awesome. And and you just, you know, you go there and you move it to a door, you move it to a door, then all of a sudden you just walk out the door with it, you know? I've, I've done that. So there. I'm proud, too. <laughs> Alright, well, um, I guess we'll go... <laughs> like, Lou, have you, have, you, have you ever stolen, stolen anything out there? Anything. Oh, can, I mean, can you... So other here... than Chris's heart? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a quick story. Since we're yes. talking about theft, um, the the short answer is no, not really. Um, what? I was always too paranoid about getting caught to to steal shit. Um, but when I was in high school, um, I had a group of friends who, and you know, we're I'm not going to name anybody, but we're well beyond like them getting in trouble for shit. I think. Granted, what they did was probably considered a felony. Um, so. 
when we were in high school, um, a group of my friends found out that you could go to a Barnes and Noble and steal college textbooks, go to a different Barnes and Noble, return them, get a gift card, sell the gift card on eBay for a little bit less than what they're worth and make a ton of money. Um, I've heard that done before. I, I have heard this. In the so, you know, when you're like 16, 17, probably 17, cause you could drive and you figure out that you could make easy money this way. I have yeah. a few friends that realized that, uh, they were addicted to it. And more than one person by estimates only stole well over like $8,000 worth of textbooks over the course of like two years. Wow. To the point that they were like Barnes and Noble was regionally changing their return policies because they wouldn't just go to like one in, you know, Deptford, New Jersey. And then they, they would do like the tri-state area. They'd go as far north as like Trenton down to like middle of Delaware and out to, you know, King of Prussia or further to do these returns. So anyway, that's the backstory. They stole a lot of shit. We paid for a lot of our, uh, our band merchandise in high school with a lot of these stolen goods. Wow. And uh-uh. they were always like, dude, just do it. It's so easy. You just walk in, you walk out. But I was so paranoid about getting in trouble yeah. that one time I stole like a video game, like walkthrough book in like the okay. sales section. And I was so stricken with, like grief and paranoia and guilt that I I never did it again. So <laughs> no, I didn't steal that much stuff. Um, Derek, how about you? Uh, I worked at Borders for many years, and oh, I hadn't paid for many things at Borders for many years. <laughs> um, I hear you. We we had our own makeshift version of the CD popper. You remember when CDs used to come in those hard plastic shells? Sure. Well, that yes, they had to pop I... at the register. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had one of those in the back of the bakery. Um, you know, books seem to disappear quite a bit. Yeah. Remember, remember when the CDs came in that, like, it was like a plastic case but had a handle? Like, yeah. It was long, you know what I mean? It was long, and it was in, on t- it was in top of it, and it was all in, 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 like, a plastic case, but you could hold it by, like, a handle. Yeah, yeah. Well, when they like first a... came out, they used to come in those long boxes. Long, oh, yeah. I don't remember the long boxes, but I know what Chris is talking about. Yeah, they, and I used to. This is awful. Don't do any of this, guys. Um, <laughs> I used to steal this shit at at, a, at the Kmart here that is now gone. So then now they can't, you know, track me. I used to. My mom would go food shopping at freaking Acme, way in the eighties, I guess. Up the stores, there was like an Acme on one end and all the other end Kmart. Yeah, she would food shop. I would walk down there. Steal a CD, go in the back of the parking lot, and saw it like against a fucking curb. Jesus, dude! <laughs> I keep on doing it until I could break it apart. But one time, I got caught. Sure. And the cops drove from the Kmart up to the Acme, you know, past whatever ten stores, while my mom was food shopping, and then she, she came out of the cart and saw me in the back seat, and that was not a good day. <laughs> That we was a, have, an awful day. We used to have kids that would come in and tinfoil stuff at at borders because if you wrap tinfoil around it, it, it deactivates the oh my God, sensor why, when you walk why through. Why I think of that? Yeah, okay. I don't know, Chris. <laughs> but I think my all time favorite, and then we could get back on topic, I guess, is uh, we had these two idiots that tried to steal a Playboy, and they okay. ran out the back of the store and started huffing it all the way down to like where Best Buy is. And we caught them, and we dragged them back to the store, and wow. we called the police, and mostly just to teach them a lesson. 
And before the cops showed up, I had one of the guys run over to the book, to the uh, magazine section and switch the Playboy for for what would be a commonly known opposite of Playboy. So when the cops came up and we showed them what they stole, they were mortified. Damn. Do you know what I'm talking about, Chris? Is this Playboy? Is it Playgirl? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't think they ever stole from us ever again. That, nice. that I never stole from Borders, so it wasn't me. I'm sure Tim's got some border stories. Oh, hell yeah. Probably. All right, back. All right, who who's next? I forget. Uh, I'm next with my number okay. two. Number two. And uh, my number two is Mario Kart 64. Hey. Excellent choice. Um, yes, I agree. I, I think of all the games, maybe with the only exception being, you know, the two that we left off our list was Mario 64 and GoldenEye. I think I played this game the most. I was kind of obsessed with like beating my own times, so I try to find like the absolute fastest routes to finish each uh, each course. Um, I used to race against my sister all the time. She's just like two years younger than me, and you know I never really played uh, you know the game where you had like the four way split screen. Okay. Um, I didn't love those courses. It was mostly about like the racing that I was really like. The, they were called like the battles or whatever. I didn't really like those that much, but. The, uh, I, yeah, I love this game. And I always played Luigi, and I guess it was probably because, you know, people in my family called me Luigi uh, when I was a kid. But, uh, yeah, I pretty much always played Luigi, and that was, uh, that was such a great game. I, I was always Mario, and I still am. Mario is a character that I go <laughs> to and pick immediately. That's it. Uh, I'm, I'm usually Princess Peach. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I am comfortable saying that. I, I think she's fantastic in the game. Anyone you refuse to play? I never really liked using Donkey Kong. Yeah, I didn't like uh. any of those. Like they were considered like the heavies. Like uh, it was all like, those yeah. big characters, Bowser yeah. or whatnot. Bowser, yeah. like uh, I think Wario was in there. I never liked any of those guys. I liked the the medium. Like like I think my sister always played Yoshi, and I always played Luigi. Yoshi was my always my second choice. Uh, yeah, but but Mario. Like to this day, even when we play Mario Kart on the Wii U now, it's just Mario. That's it. And I even unlocked. Link, you can play as Link. You can play as a, as a, as an Animal Crossing character. Okay, you can play as like a as the um, as Mario, but like uh, I guess like a statue of Mario. He's like heavier, I guess, okay, or something. I got you. But I always Mario play after a big meal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an out, uh, Lou. That's a terrific, awesome choice. Yeah, I I, like I said, I just I played this game constantly. Yeah, I I I knew it was going to be high on my list. It was like. I knew the the games that were going to be my top five for the most part, and I just right. had to kind of like I was moving things around, you know, from one to five, you know, two to three, whatever, a lot. But this is I feel pretty comfortable leaving this at a solid number two. So Derek, are we doing? It's, it's two now, right? Number two or number one? This now? is no, it's my number two as well. Okay, all right. And oddly enough, my number two is also Mario Kart sixty four. Awesome, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I I agree. I loved all the Mario Kart games. Um, I was more into the battles than I was into the races. Really? So, okay. Yeah, I, this was one of those that I played with like a group of friends. You know, we'd have them come over and have you know some pizzas or whatever, and you know it would just be a night of everybody shoving into each other as we're all trying to you know collect all the balloons or pop all the balloons. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we would def- <clears throat> excuse me, we'd definitely do all the races, and you know 
pick on whoever got the best time or, you know, the, whoever got the best time would taunt us all pathetically for being so terrible. But um, but the battles were always really fun and they've only gotten better in, in the later versions of the game. But but Mar- Mario 64, Mario Kart 64 was definitely one of those games that I always had ready to play. Cool. Yeah, it's a great game. Awesome choice. This is this is this is going good now. Yeah. Would you like to do yours, Chris? Is are we is it number one now, right? Number one. It was just said twice in a row. <laughs> Mario Kart sixty four. I had really? a lot of time to sign yeah, but between I'm this and Star Wars. By that. But hear me out, I have a history with this game. This game I made hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on. How? Because what? I be hear me because me and my brother used to play this game constantly constantly have like i used to go there after work on the way home and play because if you know my brother which you guys don't know him no he, he won't he won't play anything unless you gamble <laughs> <laughs> okay okay he always liked we always used to, to to bet in between you know in between if you're one and third we used to say you know it's a quarter difference or 50 cent difference and shit and i used to master this game mm-hmm if I'm in first, he, he's in he's in eighth. I mean, add it up. Like we played uh, for it was sixteen. The whole entire round of races, he would owe me maybe like you know eighteen twenty bucks. But with him, the more he lost, we would play again. All right, you know what? Let's let's up a dollar increments between each character. I would say you're on. I shit you not. He used to write me checks. Are you serious? I swear to God, he used to be like losing like 70, 80 bucks. He didn't have the cash on. He'd write me checks. And I used to come home. I used to come home with, with money, with checks and cash from playing Mario Kart 64. I used to master this game back in the day. Seriously. I was like, nobody could ever beat me. Now I play Mario Wii U with my kids, and it's I I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but Caitlin kills me all the time. And Luke is getting better. He's like either right there with me, but he loves now trying to knock me out of you know of the lead, and then he passes me. Like now, I probably wouldn't make as much money. But back in the day, well, if you're playing against I, your kids, you're not going to make that much money either way. Well, yeah, well, yeah, true. You should send them to Bobby's house. They could probably pay their way through college. And it was <laughs> it was it was so much fun. I used to go there. I used to go there like a lot, and we would play Mario Kart rounds. And he used to get so upset. There was times he was like, you know, $5 increments because he couldn't win. And I was like, are you sure? Yeah, $5 increments. That's it. You know, I'm going to get back my money. And bam. <laughs> and then I used to bring home checks and then cash. It was hundreds of dollars I made on this game. Now where all the money is now, it's probably down here in my basement. I was going to say, yeah, you've put it into Star Wars toys that are sitting around you right now. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. But this game, I was never a fan of the the, the game of the... The handheld and the, the uh, Mario Kart's games. I don't know why. Too small, I guess. I couldn't really figure it out. It was always this Nintendo 64 version that I just, this was the shit. And, and, and there was, there was, I don't want to say cheats, but on Rainbow Road, when it started out, you could jump to the left off the track and just jump and ahead can, like half the track or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You could land on the other side of the track. And then if you had that, you were set. And we always used to, you know, do it. And if you pass it, oh my god, you're like screwed. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of cheats on those in this game than there is now on the new Mario Kart. You can't really like cut corners or do anything. You know what I mean? Like that's why this game was so much fun. Like you could really try to jump ahead 
and skip half the track. Yeah, but it was more. It was funnier when you tried to do one of those and you missed, and oh, then you're yeah. like dead last, and you try to catch up. Mm-hmm. And I get pissed, and I'm like, we we used to, you know, we used to, to yell and fight. Like, you know, you're cheating. You can pick your your blue shell, or you can. How do you pick your your stuff? I ain't doing that. Yes, you are. Every time you pick it, you pick what you need. You know, it's it's impossible to pick your your cubes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We used to fight. We used to. I mean, it was just fantastic. I made so much money. I wish I would have just kept kept track of that <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> but it was rough. This and Star Wars were were neck and neck. But I made money on this game, so that's why this game's number one for me. It's very surprising. <laughs> well, Chris, you won't be uh, too unhappy because my number one is Star Wars Rogue Squadron. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to drive to your house and give you a handy because your <laughs> list your list is just making me happy. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I I thought a lot about this, and I I just think that of all the games on this list and all the games that we talked about, you know, with the omissions considered, this was my favorite experience. Like, I didn't play this as much as maybe Mario Kart 64 because Mario 64 is one of those games where you could, or, or Mario Kart, where you could sit down, you could play for five minutes and be done. Yeah. Whereas Star Wars Rogue Squadron was the kind of game that you like had to. Com- not only you had to commit a lot of time, but you wanted to commit a lot of time. Yeah. You know, once you figured out what the uh, the stipulations were to get like the gold medal or whatever they were uh, within each mission, it really just felt super immersive to be in this game. You know, when you're hearing over the the radio like Luke talking to Wedge and and it just it made you feel like you were really part of, of Star Wars more so than a lot of Star Wars games, I felt. Because, you know, yeah, it's fun to like play games with like lightsabers and, and with like, you know, blasters and all that kind of stuff. But the real, I think to a lot of people, the real core of Star Wars was like where the, where the, the, like the dog fights essentially. Yeah. And, and I haven't played this game in a long time, but it remains my, one of my favorite games ever that I've ever played. Did you look into the expansion pack and what that did? No, I didn't. Okay, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Cause, all right. No, because no, I see it over here on my box. I'm like, what did that do? I'm like, I'm sitting here going, what did what did that expand? You know, but that so little it, red, uh, the little red piece underneath. Yeah. Yeah. What did it do? Did it add like levels or something? I don't know. Because if if so, that was the, like the um, pre, I guess thing that you know how you can do that now on PS4. You got to buy that season pass or whatever. You know. Let's, we should look into that. <laughs> I, I'm going to look into it right now. Let's see what it All says. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm watching YouTube clips now of uh, America Kart going, yeah, I used to beat his ass on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you want to do the uh, bestified Mario Kart races? Yeah, I was thinking like the actual courses. Yeah, yeah. You think you could get Bobby on that? Uh, I I could I that would be a first because you know he, he's always he's always wanted to he always wanted to be on to talk about Star Trek. And I'm not a good guy to talk about Star Trek with. <laughs> so this, yeah, I mean, this says that this the expansion pack allowed the game to be played at a 640 by 480 display resolution instead of the system's standard 320 by 240. So I think it just made the graphics better. Yeah, that's what Wiki's yeah. showing right now. Okay. Which is cool, but I never had it. Um, but yeah, this game, this game is just great. And I could... I, I tried playing it again within the last year or so, and I realized that I'm not very good at it anymore. And I guess it's sort of like what you were saying, Chris. Like, I still play some games, but I don't really ever play console games. And I've just 
I guess just when it came out, I played it so damn much that I just drilled just, that muscle memory into me. Yeah, you just mastered it, yeah. And you know what I was thinking? I was watching somebody play one of the missions the other day on YouTube, and I was watching him. This was in Turok, and it was also in for, for Rogue Squadron, where you, you see whoever's playing it on YouTube, they, they start firing into the distance in one particular angle, and you can't even see like an enemy in the distance, but they know exactly where they're going to spawn. So they they fire into that direction, knowing what's going to hit somebody eventually, and they can move that's, on. And I was creepy. watching. A, I, well, I remember doing this too. Like there was a guy running, and he was like firing into, um, like like I don't know what it was in the game. It was like a, like a storage facility or something. And he was firing, 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 and then before all the laser bursts got to that storage facility he would turn away and fire at something else but by the time he fired enough it would explode so he knew exactly how many times he had to press the button to destroy that thing and i remember being like that and it just comes from that obsession of playing it so many times yeah that so. that game i mean it, you're right this game that game was just one of the best ever derek you want to tell us your number one uh sure uh my number one i think will make chris happy it's uh Madden 64, a football game. No, I'm kidding, Chris. I'm kidding. I knew, I knew you were kidding because you told me the other night. You said you only had one sports game. I'm like, no, that can't be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this game, you know, I, I almost put Rogue Squadron on my list, but I, I, I decided that this one was better in my opinion, and that would be Shadow of the Empire. It's an honorable mention for me. Yes, this me game came out on my birthday. Okay. In 1996, so I, I I thank George Lucas for that personally. Um, and when I was in school, I was always one of those nerdy kids that had a Star Wars book somewhere in their bag. Sure. And Sh- Shadow of the Empire by Steve Perry was always one that, you know, was in that rotation. Um, I really enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the characters. You know, I mean, you weren't just dealing with Luke Skywalker in that one. I, I think Chris and I had a conversation about that the other day you know dealing with dash as opposed to dealing with like the main five characters right and i love this game i mean the it was it was really an adventure story uh built around the star wars universe and there were so many iconic scenes and so many iconic vehicles and characters i mean you have an entire fight scene with boba fett you know boba fett who's in the movie for all of like five minutes you know overall this is an entire battle scene with him. Um, this this game was really well done and one that I would pop in many, many times. Uh, I beat it on several occasions. And recently, I gave my N64 to my little cousin and because uh, he's into all the Mario games and stuff like that and the Zelda games. But he's been playing Shadows of the Empire a lot and calls me up and asks me, well, what do we do here? And what do we do there? So it... It makes me miss having the game, and I, I I'm gonna have to go visit him soon to play it again. <laughs> Give me that back, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a good choice. I I had to do it as an honorable mention because I decided to not have two Star Wars games on my top five list. So what's wrong I, with yeah. that? Nothing's wrong with it. I did the same thing with Rogue. Nothing I, wrong I put with Rogue it. on my honorable mentions because I didn't want to have two on there. I always had a problem thinking this Dash Rendar is like a. Uh, a Han Solo wannabe. I always was was thinking that. <laughs> well, it was a similar character, sure, but I I always liked him, and uh, yeah. and I did read the book not when I was younger. I I played the game when I was a kid, uh, and didn't read the book until maybe five years ago. Uh, but it's a great story. It's a great book. Mm-hmm. And 
and it's a great game. So I totally support your number one. Well, thank you. I'm not going to be yeah, like this... Chris and tell you that you're wrong for your decision. <laughs> you can if you want. I mean, I can, but I won't. <laughs> I'm just surprised but... he didn't give me any shit for not having any Zelda games. Yeah, you're a big Zelda fan, too. Yeah, that's that, that's kind of weird. You know, you got to take off that goddamn sports game. That wrestling. <laughs> you know? I think our lists are, are pretty darn good and close. I think the um, top couple were, you know, neck and neck for each other. But, yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I definitely see I, I definitely see like a thread going through our games, and I think that uh, it makes sense because I think widely these these games are all pretty widely regarded as being great, and I and I think that that's a a definite feather in the cap of of N sixty four where they had a ton of great games, and um, so that being said, do you guys want to talk a little bit about the games we omitted from our lists? Well, I'd be happy to. Yes. Um. So, I don't know. Do you guys care about Super Mario 64? Because I said to exclude it. I don't know if you guys even liked it that much. I thought GoldenEye and that we weren't supposed to put on. Because that's why I didn't mention Mario 64. Because that game is just as great as, as GoldenEye in my eye. It's just so much fun. Yeah, I wouldn't have had Mario on my list. Um, it just... I, I kind of got tired after a while of all the Mario games. And the side games I always enjoyed better. But like, the, the straight it, Mario games, I didn't really care for. Wow. That yeah, hurts. with I re, again, I when you're a young, when you're a kid, you have a ton of time on your hands, and I remember that I would time myself for how long it would take me to beat Mario sixty four while getting all one hundred and twenty stars. Like, <laughs> would you know? Not I didn't have like a, a phone or anything with like a stopwatch, but I would you know write the time down. Uh, you know, one twenty four p.m. And I'd play for like two hours and I'd write the time and then I would come back and I would play it again the next day or whatever and and see how long, how many hours total it took me to get all 120 stars. And I would do like Damn. speed runs with myself <laughs> <laughs> for no one's, you know, viewing pleasure, obviously. It was just for like right. my own personal challenge. <laughs> but uh, damn, <laughs> sound lonely and stupid, but either way. <laughs> um, yeah, that, you're in good I, company, Lou. You're I, in good company. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I played a lot of like the Mario games on the NES, but I skipped any of the ones on Super Nintendo because I didn't have it. And then this was my, this was my go-to Mario game. And I didn't really play any after this. I didn't actually. Uh, so this was it. This was my Mario experience. Was that, what was the one for the GameCube that Sunshine State was it called? Remember the one where you had like a, a water backpack and you could like spray on walls and unwashed paint? I think it was called like, Sunshine World, Mario, Mario World. I don't even know, but I, I played that one a lot. And I even played there's two for the for the Wii U and all that. It's just it's so detailed and so like three Ds and you're just Mario walking around. It, the, these these games, Mario was always who I went to first. I love I sweaty think, Italian men. <laughs> I, I think Lou has a point about the when we were younger we had more time. Yeah, because I always yeah. find myself going back to the older games that I used to play a lot more. And then finding it difficult to get into the newer games because you have to spend so much time involved in them. Right. And I don't have that kind of time anymore, unfortunately. You know, I don't have, you know, hours upon hours in a day to sit there and play video games. Whereas, why, like, if you look at your kids. <laughs> it is why yeah. growing up sucks, yes. It does yeah. suck. But, like, if you look at your kids, your kids have so much more time to sit there. And, you know, Luke plays Battlefront all day long. And all then if you long. go and play it, 
you're not going to be nearly as good as he is because he's eh. been playing it all day long. Yeah, bastard. But I could still tell you where like 90% of the secrets are in, in Legend of Zelda or in Super Mario Brothers 3. You know what I mean? Yeah, because right. it's, just, it's drilled into your head. Yeah, it's never going yeah. away. It might take a, a little bit of time to get reacclimated, but it is in your brain forever. Like you just, oh, sure. It's drilled in. What's your thoughts, Lou? I, I posted, I think I tagged you for that new little miniature Nintendo was um, coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Um, I'm intrigued because, like I said, I have an NES, but... Uh, the cables aren't the greatest, so it's it's not always the easiest to get it hooked up. And I don't know what and the price tag was. This is supposed to be. It. It's it's like fifty bucks, and it's supposed to be an HDMI hookup. That'd be so cool. I would I would definitely be inter- intrigued. I didn't. And I looked at the list of games. There's like twenty five or thirty games or something like that, and I didn't play them all. But a lot of the classics are on there. So yeah, oh, yeah. it makes it yeah. even like. Even like like Mario three, Mega Man two, like those make it worth it just by themselves. True. So, I but I would have to relearn how to use that controller. Like it's been so long since I've played on it. Yeah, all all three of the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Just like you know those key combinations that you at one point in your life had memorized. You know, mm-hmm. you, you play like Mario or like Mega Man two on an emulator on your computer, and it's not the same. So. No. You know, you have to relearn how to do certain things. It wouldn't take too long, but it would definitely be a little bit of a a, a small learning curve. But yeah, I I appreciate when you tagged me in that because I was just like, ooh, I, I like this idea. Yeah, it, it is it is a good idea. It's, it's it's pretty cheap for like thirty games, man. You know, it's just it's it's a lot of hours. But if we had more time, you know, that'd be I guess more fun for us. But <laughs> it'd be good for when we travel and stuff too, because it looks like it's a oh, lot yeah. more compact. It'd be oh, yeah. easy enough to throw on a TV in a hotel room and just sit there and play. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, You're neither right. did I. It's a good point. Um, when I posted the the list of games, Chris, I almost uh, changed one of them to a certain game just to see if somebody else in the room was paying attention. Yeah, what game was good? <laughs> I, I was going to change one of the Mario games to Mappy Land and see if... I would have bought it instantly. <laughs> <laughs> he was and you sold. know what? I would want to do it because I want you guys to see that game. I want to, to convert you to loving that game. Well, one of these days I'll find it. And one of these days I'll play it. I mean, yeah. sure, I could just Google it and play it on an emulator right now. But where's the fun in that? <laughs> you need to spend some money on it first. That's yes. when it's fun. Um, all right. So you guys want to talk about Goldeneye? Because oh, I, I think anyone who's listened to this episode has just wanted to hear us talk about Goldeneye. <laughs> so, one of the greatest, greatest games ever created. Oh, yeah. So what are your thoughts on the movie first? Do you like Goldeneye the movie? It was okay. I, I think I mean, for the longest time it was my favorite Pierce. And yeah, you know what? It's, it's probably, yeah, it, it probably is. Yes, it's my favorite Pierce Bond movie, yes. Go yeah, on. if you're going for just Pierce, that's by far the better of the Pierce movies. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's my favorite Bond movie. No, not at all, but it's it's his it's his best one. This was the, that was the first Bond movie I ever saw because while there were Bond movies coming out in the 80s, um, you know, I don't know who your favorite Bond is for either of you. Um, but I missed all I didn't watch any of those movies when I was a kid. Like I that Bay's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so this was really my first like when you when did this come out like 90 96 maybe the game 97 i, I think the movie yeah 96 90 yeah probably yeah, i was time. i was 11 so like that's like prime 
bond experience yeah oh and yeah so this was he was my bond growing up and when this game came out you know for the most part it follows the movie pretty closely and it does yeah and to be able to do them both tangentially was was great and um you know, what, eventually you get those cheat codes, like in the game at least, you get those cheat codes where you can get all the weapons and you can start using the sniper rifle whenever you want. And Yeah. I used to, you know, you could put in a cheat code where like you could, you could essentially play a level for as long as you wanted. Like just let the timer run. And I used to just, uh, I think it was the third level where you had to escape in the plane. You know what I'm talking about? Where you escape from yeah. the facility, you have to run across like the airfield to right. the plane. Yeah, I yeah used you to, have to make it there and they're all shooting you down. There were, you know, there were um, cheat codes where you can be invincible with unlimited ammo. And I would just put that in and you can get in the tank and you just just keep killing. And like the paintball thing, too, where you can just keep yeah. killing all these guys. <laughs> over yeah, yeah, and over. Yeah, yeah. I would play for like an hour just on the one level and just see how many kills I could rack up. You know, like 900 soldiers killed or whatever. And uh, and that aside, just like the game itself was just was just great. It was really one of my first experiences playing a game where, you know, it's kind of a, a first-person shooter. I didn't really play many before this. Yeah, like, like what's it called? Doom? Mm-hmm. Doom, yeah. Doom and Quake. I think, and... Yeah, I never played those. Like, this is probably my first time doing the first-person uh, first shooting game was, was on Bond. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed Doom, but I, that was another one of those computer, like that and Wolfenstein I used to play on the computer all the time. But yeah, I remember Bond coming out and it's just, I mean, it was the first game that I really remember exploding, just like huge, huge popularity that didn't have Mario in it. You know, it was just one of those games that like every, but every kid I knew had to have the game. And yeah, I mean, we spent hours, you know, especially once you got those codes, we spent hours digging through that game and finding little secret passages and stuff yeah. like that. Like like where you're hiding above the bathroom stalls and you're waiting for the guy yeah. to come in so you could just yeah. pop him in the head before you drop down. Yeah. Um, the 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 extra features in it, like the watch. Right. You'd go to the watch for tracking stuff and seeing your, your uh, health and all that kind of stuff was amazing. And then it had one of the best multiplayers that oh, I've yeah. ever seen. I mean, I think that's. So I played that fun. more. Yeah, I played yeah. the multi more than the actual uh, levels in the game. Yeah. Yeah, getting together some, a couple friends, and just you find somebody with a big TV. Like you know, when I was growing up, we had a, we had an old tube TV that, in retrospect, probably wasn't even that big of a screen, but it was a big screen. You know, it was one of those like two hundred pound televisions with like a wooden case and. And, you know, you you get, like, three friends together and you play, you know, split screen mode and, you mm-hmm. know, you get to those into those arguments where it's like, don't look, don't watch my screen, watch your screen. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, you know, right. when you're watching yeah. where your, you know, your enemy is, is running so you know where to set the proximity mine so you find oh, them God. that way. Like, what was your favorite weapon in in, in multiplayer? Uh, golden gun. Yeah. Really? Okay, I, I, I really I, love I, golden gun. I like the sniper rifle. Yeah. Uh, there was one level, and I can't remember what it is because it's been so long, but there's one level where if you're quick enough and you spawn at the right spot, you can get upstairs and you can just sit above the main room where everybody comes in and everybody has to go through it to get to the other rooms. And you could just sit there and pick people off as they're coming in. <laughs> and we used, to, we used to throw mines down there and then you would pick off the mine and then you would explode everybody that was in that area. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, we had my cousin and I used to play this nonstop, and we had strategies on top of strategies for that for the, that multiplayer thing. And it just got to the point where we were just killing each other too fast, you know, like like there was just it was just a competition to see who could die, who who could uh, kill the quickest. Yeah, because um, because Tim used to live down down the road from me. He used to come over all the time. And my brother used to used to come up to him and all. And we used to always play this. And he would I don't know why he would say this, Bobby, my brother. But he would always whenever he would kill one of us, he would say, "Oh yeah, I guess it makes sense." Now, he, if he killed him or me, uh, Tim or myself, like back to back, he would scream, "Double kill!" Like <laughs> every time. And that's stuck every time. Like Tim will, will mention that once in a while. Still, double kill. I actually like the um. Was there like a rocket launcher where you could could guide it? Or no, I don't remember that. No, I don't remember a guy. There was a rocket launcher. launcher. That's probably what I liked too a lot. Was a rocket launcher. But but Lou, you were just imagine today if Goldeneye came out today, we could sit at home on your big ass TV and not see the other people's screens. How awesome that would be! Like like um, Battlefront now almost. You know what I mean? Well, didn't they just re re release it like a year or two ago? I have it, and it's Daniel Craig is actually playing. Pierce's Bond and all the 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 whole Goldeneye movie, but it's Daniel Craig's, I guess. That's weird. Yeah. That's a weird Version thing. Unless they couldn't get like his rights or something, like that's an odd change. Um, it is. But it is. if they played it and they or they had it now and like you could play it in that way where you could do the multiplayer but not have to sit in the same room, like I would be totally into it. Um, oh, yeah. Is that how the game yeah. is with this new version? Um, I don't think what sucks about this new Goldeneye. I just played the levels. I don't think I ever got involved in the in the multiplayer because I think everyone grew up and had their families. <laughs> do you do you still have it? Yeah, Luke actually has been playing it when I'm when I'm working. I come home and he's like I played Bond today. Yeah, so he I mean he plays it. I haven't played it in, in a long time actually. All right, so it sounds like we're gonna just have to show up at his house, Lou. And, I will uh, be totally a... down with recording that. <laughs> oh I, yeah, yeah. Let's let's just do it because I haven't played that game and 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 we all would probably suck at it and except Luke and all he probably would you know. Well, if he right. we'll he's a... playing it currently, yeah, it'd probably be better than us, but not for long because goddamn it, I'll get my skills back. Because yeah. goddamn it, I'll snap his neck. <laughs> we'll, we'll dig out an old N sixty four and we'll play it on there too, and Luke will just or, uh, Luke will just sit there and bitch about the graphics. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, while bad. we're talking about it, yeah, I'm watching a big YouTube thing, the whole opening level of Golden Nine. It's the graphics are like. Wow, but back in the day, we were like, "Wow!" <laughs> well, it was great because if you ran up to Alan Cummings in that game and you got up to him too quick, you'd go through his head. Like the graphics were such <laughs> that, like on certain angles, you would see through the person's head. Sure, yeah, I mean, they were just that diamond, the the diamond graphical. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Remember there the were always was... glitches like that, but it was still. I mean, it was just it an was amazing a... game for the time. It was a shit. Remember, there's a multiplayer level. Where you could actually could hide in the wall. Because there was like, no, there was like like a it was like a closet, I guess, but it was a secret closet where you could just walk through the wall and hide. Right oh, into the I spot. do. I think. Uh, damn, remember I don't that? remember what it was called. I think it was the level, um, where in the game it's where there's like the shuttle launch or whatever. Um, oh, okay. And it's all the gray. I mean, they're all gray walls, but it's all gray yeah. walls. And like <laughs> I think a red ceiling or a red sky or. I might be confusing that with something else, but um, but if you hit if you hit in the wall, you could see the other players walking around. And you just pop out of the wall, shot yeah, them, back I, in the wall again. I do remember that. My favorite was always going in the vents, um, yeah. like crawling in the vents and hiding in a corner. That was my favorite. Yeah, that, and I think why I like the golden guy, yeah, the golden gun a lot, 
because one shot. So you had to almost have skill when they were running past you, a moving target, and bam, one shot, and they're dead. I had talent back then, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I really want to play that game real bad. I got to see if I, I can hook up my N64. I'm going to try today. It wasn't worth. <laughs> last time I tried, I, I don't know if this was like a cable degenerating or whatever, but like last time I tried plugging in my N64, it was black and white. I couldn't get color on it. It, it worked, but I couldn't get color, and which was weird, but I got to try to figure that out today. Let's definitely have a, a golden eye meetup, and we'll film it and, and record it, and, and we'll have a good time. Yeah, I'm down for that. Cool. So, uh, do you guys have any honorable mentions you want to throw in there? I my only one was uh, Shadows of the Empire. I just wanted to. I needed to put that on the list, but I couldn't put it on the top five. But do you guys have anything you want to add? I have. Do you know how? Do you know how Caddyshack is probably one of the fa- uh, is one of the most favorite comedies ever? Sure. But it also has one of the worst sequels ever. Yeah. Yes. That's how I feel about. My mention, this is the worst game sequel to one of the greatest games. The world is not enough. <laughs> oh, I never played that one. Oh, I mean, when you play GoldenEye, then you play this, it's like, it's day and night. It's so, so bad. So How why did is it get on your honorable mentions <laughs> list? Well, that's my honorable worst mention list. <laughs> oh, I don't gotcha. have any honorable mentions. I, I, wrote down, I wrote down the five. I had a hard time thinking of those five, to be honest. Um. I had, I mean, there were a couple that we already mentioned. I had Torak and I had Road Squadron. Um, I had Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Um, so did I. I. I was at an age where that, that I wasn't a huge fan of that music, but I did enjoy the music. And it was just kind of crazy to see the stunts that you could do. And, and the levels were always pretty cool. Um, plus, there's nothing funnier than watching the guy on the thing just do a complete face plant. And, uh, in real life, I can't skateboard worth a damn. I'll pretty much fall on my ass every time I step on the thing. So this gave me that opportunity to do that, seeing as I can't do it in the real world. Um, otherwise, yeah, I had like I had Madden in my honorable mentions because that was like really the first of the Madden series before it just got insane. And I I enjoyed the football games, but that was pretty much it. I don't remember it being uh, a great game by any means, so I didn't put it on my list. But the only sports game that I had, other than like the WWF Warzone, was, which I didn't, you know, I enjoyed, but I didn't really care about too much, was Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. Um, was the only sports game that I really had. So Chris, you could yeah. take a nap, but um, <laughs> you know, I played hockey when I was a kid, so I, I, you know, I got a hockey game, and it was fun. I remember really enjoying it, but I, I haven't even. I couldn't tell you anything about it other than the fact that I had it and I, and I used to play it a lot. Yeah. I, I had a hockey game on my super Nintendo list and Chris got all upset, but my, <laughs> my real hockey game playing started with the, uh, the PlayStation games. So, okay. So, yeah. I think, I think Derek, I think you and Dave, maybe even Lou, you, you guys should make your own best of five sports games. Cause that's all Dave plays. Oh yeah. Yeah. The sports games. I could do, I could do a, I mean, I would have to do it with like every system and every, I couldn't do like a best sports games NES because I just never played that many. But overall, over the course of my life, I could probably do a, a top five sports games. Oh, hell oh yeah. sure. Dave yeah. would have a hard time probably narrowing it down. But. He would. He he always plays the, 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 the baseballs mostly. But, and every time I'm there, 
I mean, it looks like a goddamn, you're actually watching a game. I mean, it's so detailed and the sweat and the yeah. shirt wrinkles are just amazing, you know, you know, but the, the issue with those games, though, and, and, you know, Madden's having this problem, NHL's having this problem, is it's getting more and more about the event and less and less about the sport. So, you know, I mean, all I want to do is go play hockey. And right. and these games are like, well, what do you want to charge per seat? And what, you know, oh, really? what do you want to sell at the concession center? It's, yeah, it's the, the sports game and SimCity. Yeah, basically. So <laughs> like they 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 released like the Madden series released like some sort of, um, you know, like manager's version of the game where you're in charge of the budgeting and all that kind of stuff. And it's just ridiculous. It's like, just just let me throw the football around. Yeah. So so my my sports games have kind of weaned off. Uh, like I told Chris the last time, the majority of my PlayStation 3 games have Lego in front of them. <laughs> but I, I usually pick up the new WWE game just because I, I still enjoy wrestling. And I, I I always like just throwing somebody around the ring for a while. It always entertains me. Sure. But that would be a fun list. I won't be on that one. <laughs> so uh, do you guys have anything else to add or is that kind of uh, it for us? That sums up for me, I think. I'm good if you're good. Cool. Well, um, we've had our chance to talk about what we like. Uh, I'm curious to see what other people have on their lists. Like if anyone uh, that's listening maybe had another game that none of us mentioned. Like I'd really want to know what that game is. If yeah. uh, if there was a game or any any other like Neo's House hosts that there was a, a game that we just completely missed. Uh, I'd be curious to hear that. So yeah, um, as always, you can comment on the Facebook page for Neozaz and let us know uh, what you think. Um, but thanks for listening. Thanks, Chris and Derek, for joining me on this episode of The Best of Fives, uh, where the only opinion that matters is your own. See you next time.